Welcome, everybody, to episode 83 of Disney with the Ducks. Tonight, you've got me, John Crawl, along with uh, some of the favorite members of our flock. We've got Jody B. Hi, friends. Jeff. Hi, friends. Lonnie G., who's all about hey. D23. All about it. Hey, everybody. And Kevin. Hey, how's it going, guys? All right. Well, a happy Sunday evening, everybody. Um, one thing we want to mention before we really get going is we want to make sure everybody's going out and giving us five-star reviews. So if you get a chance, please go out to your podcatcher, um, go out there, give us a review, write something fun up, and we'll read it on a future episode. Um, but what that does is really just helps other people find us. So it can help us kind of grow our community a little bit, help us reach some more people. Um, and if you don't like what you hear, then still go give us a five-star review and tell your friends we're amazing because you love us as people. So that would really, really help us out. Um, but also, before we get going, we want to get to know each other a little bit better. And one of the things we were talking about before the show starts is what types of things have you collected? Um, we're talking like non-Disney stuff because I know we all have, I mean, I have Disney artwork behind us. I know Kevin usually has some Star Wars stuff around. Lonnie's got all his medals. Jody and Jeff have all their Disney stuff. Um, but besides Disney, what has been one of the things in your life that you've really like loved collecting? Kevin, what about you? I think you probably have a lot. Yeah, I collect a lot of things. And Star Wars, of course, that's Disney. I won't go into that. But something non-Disney is uh, Transformers. So it's something that I've collected since I was a kid. Um, I have a pretty good collection of the Generation 1 action figures. And I have a case that I keep them in. Um, and so I've, over the years, some that I've lost or broken, I've replaced and actually uh, found parts to fix them. And it's pretty cool because you can... Um, especially with 3D printers today, you can find parts of missing figures and actually re, you know, reassemble them. Um, most of the toys today, when they break, they, they're broken for good. Uh, but the original Transformers, you can actually fix them with a screwdriver and, and uh, it's pretty, pretty good. So I've uh, collected most of Generation 1. I've got a couple more that I'm looking for, but uh, for the most part, I've collected the whole series. You're yeah, right about really fixing the old toys. How many GI Joes did you fix with rubber bands and a screwdriver when you were little? <laughs> All of them. And, yeah, right? the rubber bands were snap when they break them apart, and or they'd just mm -hmm. be missing a limb, and you'd still play with them. Right. That's yeah. Funny. Now my kids, you know, one little thing breaks, like oh, well, that's that's battle damage back there. Your guy stepped on a landmine. He's only got one leg. It's I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. you just got to live with it, right? Right. You just change the story <laughs> when you're playing. <laughs> so Kevin, how do you find these? Like if you know what there's one you want, do you go on like eBay or do you go to trade shows? What, so toy shows? Tip, if you go on eBay and you try to find one that's complete and fixed and everything, you're going to pay an arm and a leg, literally. Maybe a GI Joe arm and a leg. But um, what I've typically done is I'll find some broken ones um, and I'll find another broken one where it has the right arm and the other one has the left arm. And I'll take two broken ones and take them apart and reassemble them into a complete figure. Oh, that's really cool. So it's almost like a, a fun hobby of rebuilding them. Right. Like rebuilding so I kind of hodgepodge pieces and parts together and, you know, look up. There's some really good resources online that talk about, you know, what parts came with each one. Because the first thing you lose is all the little weapons and stuff that come with them. And so uh, people have put together some pretty good resources online to be able to find, okay, what came with this character? 
And so being able to find those and even 3D print them if you can't find it anywhere else. So that's awesome. Yeah. That sounds you so sound cool. like you sound like Sid on the original Toy Story, <laughs> taking toys apart and redoing them. I'm, I'm just I'm more like this. the I'm more like the old guy in uh, Toy Story two, I guess. Ah, oh yeah, the old Al Toy Barn. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not like that guy, the guy that actually fixed the toys. Oh, ah. oh with the right. sewing, the yeah. Yeah. yeah, the needle yeah. thread. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. All right, um, Lonnie, what about you? What what have you collected? Well, you know, um, my first thoughts is what is, but I guess would, would Black Panther will be, would that be Disney? Oh, yeah. Okay, I mean, so, yeah. so we'll go away from that. So I do actually, you know, uh, collect other movie memorabilia besides Black Panther. Black Panther is like the main thing. And I've been like scouring the earth, kind of like Kevin to, to put my, well, I'm not doing scouring as much as I'm scouring the internet. You know, I'm not walking there like canning Kung Fu or anything, but I'll be doing that to try to find some stuff. And usually I, if, if I like a movie, I'll find some other things, either a, a, a poster for it or some figures or something like that. Or, that a, you can a, order. Blanket, Lonnie, or a blanket, Or a blanket. Jody, I was going to say that, but you know, it's a Black Panther blanket that Jody helped me get. So I can't say Marvel, I guess. But so yeah, any any really good movie mm -hmm. I like, I'll buy some figures for it and, uh, and just have them on my shelf. That's cool. Do you have like an area in your house where you display everything? Like one, I, I one do. Place? Okay. I do. You know, I walk in and, and I was like, I take a deep breath in and I was like, ah, <laughs> you know, Another feeling. I'm home. Ah. And then you're <laughs> surrounded by your, your all things. my yeah, my stuff. I shut the door. Yeah. My wife doesn't go in there. It's kind of like my, you know, my area. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Jeff, what about you? What are you collecting? I don't collect hardly anything anymore. I'm kind of in the process, just minimalizing things, getting rid of things more so than collecting. Um, I'd rather have memories and do things and have things. So, but growing up, I collected a lot of baseball cards and basketball cards, football cards. I had a whole bunch of those. I remember um, my biggest collection of those was the 1992 hoop set. Nice. I built that just from individual packs and it took forever to just buy a wow. pack. Just individual all, packs. You built the whole set. I had all of the first series and most of the second series. Wow. But, That's impressive. Well, packs were really like a pack for like 10 or 12 cards yeah. back then. So you can get a couple packs a week and it wasn't like you're breaking the bank on it. But that baseball cards was the funnest thing. Or oh, sports cards, I guess, in general. Right. Yeah. I remember me and my buddies used to sit around with like the Beckett books and trade right. cards and be like, all right, well, that one's worth 10 bucks. And I got this Cal Ripken card that's worth 12. You need to throw something else in. And we did that all day, every day. It yep. was the best. Man, and then I lost my baseball cards somewhere in moves from college to home to oh, it's a real bummer. All right. Well, that's fun. Um, Jody, what about you? What have you collected? Um, I don't really collect a lot. I, I collect a lot of recipes and um I I have way too many. I'm always looking for new recipes and printing them, or I've got this app that I save them on or a file on my computer or on my phone. It's kind of ridiculous because uh, we like to cook and well, no, I like to cook and they like to eat. Um, but I, so a lot of recipes, I guess is, and I'd say we collect wine, but we don't really collect I was gonna it, say, consume it. So I've been to your house and you have an entire room dedicated to wine. We do have. I've never seen so many wine bottles outside of a store in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and like each one, it seemed like you knew like where it came from and why you had it. And yes. We, we, it, it used to be much 
better of a collection pre-COVID. And then we made a big dent in it and it's not been as much of a collection anymore as it has been a consumption. So um, it really hasn't gotten back to the pre-COVID era of stock as it was. So, um, but yeah, there, there, some of those are collection. So yeah, you're right. That's immediately what I thought of when I, when uh, Lonnie asked this question earlier, I was like, I just thought of your wine collection. I'm like, cause I'm so envious of it. <laughs> cause I used to have a pretty good beer collection that was like from trading and all that kind of stuff. And then right before I found, I found out I had celiac disease. So I was like, all right, well I have to drink all of these beers that I've collected over years. And some of them are like stouts that you want to age and you know, that kind of stuff are really hard to get stuff that I've traded for or bought for ridiculous. Amounts of money. Elder. Yeah. Pliny and stuff from like Treehouse out in Massachusetts and all like, I had like the whole goose Island series back to some, you know, or the um, Bourbon County brand stout from goose Island back to like some ridiculous number of years. And so I had myself a really good time there for a couple of months as I was <laughs> working my way through this. <laughs> but if you already had celiac, didn't it still hurt you doing it? No. So, okay. So like basically, I mean, long story short, like your body doesn't start to heal until you stop consuming gluten. And until that point, it's just status quo, right? Like I always had a stomach ache no matter what, because I was eating gluten. I was drinking beer, whatever. So I was always bloated and upset and whatever. So um, between the time when like, my doctor said, I think you have this, we need to get, uh, you know, an endoscopy done to confirm it to when that endoscopy actually got done was about a month and a half. And I blew through a ridiculous amount of rare beers. Um, and each one, but it was like Jody with your wine though. Like I knew exactly where I got each bottle, why I had it, why I held on to it instead of drinking it right away. Like I did with some other ones. Because, you know, like beers don't age like wine does, but some of them do. So, yeah. Um, but I think when I was when I was in uh, high school and college, my big thing was collecting music. Like, you know, I wasn't into records. I didn't have a record player. So it's not quite the same as like some of those guys that collect vinyl. But for me, it was CDs and like trying to find rare recordings and all that kind Napster of stuff. Files. Napster. Oh, yeah. Napster. <laughs> LimeWire. Uh, once yeah. Napster got tracked down on. Uh, but no, that was my thing. I had... I, probably thousands of CDs. Like I loved music my whole life. I played it. I uh, listened to it. I went to concerts. So that was my thing. And like, I would organize them and then reorganize them uh, multiple times a year. Like sometimes it would be by, you know, who, uh, who the band was. Sometimes it would be like a member of the band. Sometimes it would be by, you know, chronological order of, okay, I started listening to Dave Matthews. Then I started listening to OAR. Um, so, yeah, so it was, that was one of the joys of my life, I think. And where I think kids really lose it, and this is going way off topic, but the kids these days, they don't listen to an album the way an artist wanted them to from song one to 12. Yeah. You know, you There's listen no to that one me. single. It's Yeah, it's terrible. Like, oh, hey, Siri, play blah, blah, blah. And you don't hear the rest of the album like you're supposed to. So, oh, and my iPad just... These darn kids these days. <clears throat> Get off my right. lawn. They don't understand what the world was like when we're, you know, they don't. in a better place. They don't. Yeah. <sighs> they Down never know that hidden track on the CD. Right. Because right. they don't listen to it and let that 10 minutes of dead air play. Right. <laughs> After the last track. Oh, man. All right. Well, as much as I could sit here and talk about um, our random collections pretty much all night, I, we do have to get to our topic today. So this weekend was a big weekend. There was D23 and the Disney Parks blog had announcement after announcement of 
cool things that are going to be happening in the parks. Some of them are still kind of that blue sky thing that they announced last year where they don't really have much of a plan. Um, it's more of just an idea, throw it at the wall, see what sticks. And they didn't have development um, being done on it currently, but they're trying to think of, you know, work with the Imagineers and get things going. But there were some things that are coming up that have dates even as early as the 10th, which is as we're recording it today. Um, mm -hmm. So we want to walk through some of those updates for everybody and kind of just let everybody know what's going on and what our thoughts are on it, because anybody can Google D23 uh, you know, September 2023 and see what's out there. But not everybody can get the unique take of the ducks. So that's <laughs> what we're here to give you tonight. Um, so let's start. I mean, really, I kind of organize my notes by park. So let's go through by park. And then if I'm missing anything, um, you know, we can we can kind of fill it in as before we move on to the next park. But where I was thinking about starting is Animal Kingdom. I love Animal Kingdom, but, you know, they have the Dino Land area and it really, you know, it, it needs something there now, and it sounds like they're developing something really cool. Um, the Tropical Americas with possible experiences inspired by Encanto and Indiana Jones. One of those I'm really excited about. The other one I've heard the soundtrack 27,000 times, and I don't really ever need to see it again. Um, but man, if you can get some Harrison Ford in the park, I'm all for it. Like, so what do you guys think about Dino Land or how we can, uh, how they can uh, reimagine that area? I think those? Gene should be brought on as a consultant for this. South America. This, right. This <laughs> yeah. was his thing earlier last year that just kind of took off. It really um, was. Yeah, yeah. The tropical Americas. I, I, I think it actually fits really well. You got Asia, you have Africa. There's really nothing dedicated to South America anywhere in any of the parks. And I think this... Yeah. In Kanto, like you said, the music's been played a lot, but we'll see how that ages. I don't know if it's timeless like some of the other stuff is. Um, the dinosaur ride can easily be adapted to Indiana Jones. It's the same ride in California. You just got to update the details and stuff to it. I think the theming works there. Um, I'm excited. I, I'd be, I, I think it really could fit in nicely with everything there. Really excited, too. And, and you know, we, we did a an episode a while back on D23 and, you know, the announcements for Disney world were almost zero. So it was nice to finally get, to get some good, some good knowledge and some good things, some plans, even if they're blue sky, just to hear kind of what they're expecting for the park. So that was really good. I think Indiana Jones will, will bring a lot of people to animal kingdom. Um, more than just having a, uh, um, a show, a stunt show, you know, having something there. I think that franchise is so popular. I mean, it'll, it'll open all kinds of doors for animal kingdom. I mean, it, I'm really excited about that. And I think that land over in Dino land, it's a lot of space. I mean, I'd love to know how much acreage is over there, but there are lots of times when we go to animal kingdom, we don't even bother going over there because all that's left over there right now is um, the dinosaur ride. And, but there's all that, land you know they took down primeval world and there i mean there's just a lot of space over there so i think it could be easily reimagined uh they could add some things i i just i i feel like animal kingdom needs a little love um pandora's fantastic and i love it but they really haven't touched it since pandora and you know epcot's been under construction for 972 years yeah. and to be perfectly frank i don't feel like we're getting a lot for what they've done for the construction so 
I think they could kind of go all in on Animal Kingdom. I think it needs it. I think it needs a facelift. And I think um, they're, they've got the land and the space to do it and to, to get some things done over there. And that's the place where they can work on stuff the whole time and not affect the rest exactly. of the park. I mean, exactly. that's set off to the side. It's not like walking through Epcot where everything's you're detoured every which way to get to the um, World Showcase. I mean, you can easily bypass that whole area and just let them work and not worry about it. Yeah, you know, um, and I think, Kevin, you made the point in regards to them saying blue sky. And I know, you know, one thing about D23, and I was excited to watch it, and they, they, you know, but they followed everything up with this is what we're thinking about. And this is the possibility. And I think if you're going to put something like that, you know, say, hey, look, we're moved from blue sky to now, look, we're in a planning stages. The thing about Dino Land, number one, it has the best popcorn. I'm just going to say it right there. That, that little boot right there always has the best popcorn. It's always hot. Uh, there's a nice little store over there that's right past, you know, as you're going around the corner. That's a, a cool little store. The issue I think we'll have with, and, and I'm all for it. I would love to have Indiana Jones. I would love to have Encanto because I actually, you know, I think Encanto is one of those things that it, it can last a while, right? Depending on what you do there in the park. I think it has such a, it represents a, a really unique portion um, of the world that we don't have anything else to, to really, you know, represent it like we do right now this is the thing we run past that for the marathon as well so they'll have to reroute the marathon because we go right through that road that's where they'll be doing construction so i wonder how that will impact do we go back to you know why world sports i don't know i'm sure they they're gonna have to think about that and that's something they're gonna have to really really ponder because that's a major part if you're gonna do dopey or any marathon it's true. Yeah, I think they could easily reroute us, though. I think for one day of the year to not mm -hmm. do a whole project, I think they'll be like, hey, go touch the Tree of Life and turn around and run back. And that could be you run through Animal Kingdom. I like mean, high school gym class? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are parts that we go do, through Pandora. We run back and forth. Mm -hmm. One of the races we did go through Pandora, maybe it was Wine and Dine. I don't know. But I just think, I don't think canceling a whole project for one race weekend because we only run through there in the full marathon is, is going to be an issue. So, um, yeah, but I, I don't think I, they would cancel it. I just think of how they would reroute it. I mean, they're going to do the, the races aren't going anywhere. My, my question is how are they going to do it where, cause you know, that's the way we, as we run out the yeah. park as well. Right. So exactly. you know, I don't want them to, I don't want them to change that we run past Everest because you know, Hey, Jody just wrote it for the first time. She got to do it next year when we all run, Dopey, right, John? Yeah, right, 2025. Right, right, yeah, right, 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 Jeff? Not happening, guys. 2025. Yeah. No dopey here, probably, but marathon. Okay. That's what we're going with. That's, <laughs> that, that's what I mean. I'm sure there's going to be arm twisting for the next 18 months or whatever, oh, yeah. however far it is, but that's oh, fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll ramp up my no. arm twisting about a month before registration. So, okay. <laughs> I, I do I'm, think though, like Lonnie, you make a good Lonnie, point. Just start sending him bourbon. That's yeah. something he gets now. It's the way to my heart is directly through my liver. Um, but no, Lonnie, you made a good point about Encanto, where there's not a lot of representation for Central and South America at all in the parks, and I, I do think that'll fit in thematically with the rest of the park much better than Dino Land and like the whole carnival thing they had going on and everything else. So I'm I'm really excited about this. All right. Um, I, I don't think there was anything else mentioned for Animal Kingdom, really, uh, that I remember from, from the announcements. No? Okay. So let's talk about Hollywood Studios next. Another one, there wasn't a whole lot for Hollywood Studios. I personally, I was hoping for the Aerosmith 
um, rock and roller coaster retheming yeah. to something like. Well, I was going to say the Foo Fighters, but yeah, Muppets. I mean, Muppets, yeah. sure. The Muppets are in a hurry to get somewhere. I don't know where they're going, but they're going. Maybe Animal and his band, you know. Um, okay, so the, the change at Hollywood Studios, though, is pretty cool. They're bringing Ashoka into Star Tours, um, and that's actually supposed to start next spring. So I think Star Tours is a really fun ride, um, but you, Jeff doesn't like it because of the motion sickness. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, but no, I, having Ashoka come in would be really cool i kevin i think this is something i probably had to excite you right i'm i'm to see how they're going to bring it in and what they're going to do um whether they're going to take you know bits from the the series that is still ongoing we're about to the midway point right now um if they're going to try to bring some of those worlds in to the to the ride or if they're going to um maybe visit the jedi temple that luke is building I mean, there's a bunch of things they could do with Ahsoka. I mean, so much content from Clone Wars. It's just whether they're—I'm I'm guessing they're going to bring in the live-action version um, because everything else is live-action. So, I'm, I'm curious to see when what that's going to look like. And did they give a, a date of when that's going to happen? Or? They said next spring, um, okay. but there was no specific date. So, I mean, really, you know, it could yeah. be anywhere until whatever end of June um, before they before they really bring it in. So yeah, but it, at least it that one though is another one of those ones. At least they had some type of timeline, right? And and a little bit of yeah. specifics. Um, so it sounds like that's something that's got to be already in development with the Imagineers and trying to pull that together. So they seem to update that ride quite a bit, though. I mean, it's not uncommon for them to add new scenes and new destinations. And from what I hear, yeah, I haven't been it in about six years, and that I'll still never see anything that's on there. I can't ride that one at all. But it is something that they tends to update more than regularly than other stuff. Yeah, and I think it's a fairly easy update, right? Like, I mean, they put things in and then you reprogram how it... Especially because they don't really have to get that precise with the programming. I mean, they can just get it as long as it's close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, And, and, you know, the the cool thing is the wait time is really not usually that long. And, you know, I, I think they're still doing this, but for a long time they were doing, depending on which one you got on, it was a different scene. So... Um, mm-hmm. I would try to ride and see all the different scenes. And one time I was able to see, I think all of them. I mean, it was, it's kind of random, I think, but just depends on which ride you, which car you get in. But oh, yeah, we, we sometimes would go on it. If the wait was 10 minutes or less, we'd go on it over and over and over again, mm-hmm. just see what scene we get. Cause I love all the different scene variations. Yeah. I think it just keeps it fresh. It's fun to see, you know, it's like what song you're going to get on guardians. Like what, what scene you're going to get on Star Tours. I mean, there's really no reason not to do it. So I, I think it's great. Yeah. I'm pretty excited too, because it's a fun ride. And it, like you said, Jody, I mean, the, the weight can be really minimal on that, which is, you know, there's not a whole lot of rides anymore that have a short weight. So that one, that one can be pretty cool. And it has a giant at outside. It's just, oh, yeah. I love it. And I like Gene's idea too, of trying to get that as part of Galaxy's Edge and somehow, you know, carve that all out together way. yeah you so just would have to move them up at some place you can't get rid of them well or up in star wars though yeah <laughs> they did a christmas carol with the muppets they've done other things with the muppets yeah yeah i think that'd be great star wars muppets, muppets, star wars? Awesome. Star wars muppets. it's a very good fit and you've Dark, got kermit Dark like Piggy. in the meme yeah <laughs> you can't go wrong with that man i would love that 
Yes. Okay. Um, that's that was all there was for Hollywood Studios, right? So uh, that's yeah. That that was yeah. actually it. I was hoping to get more details about what's going to be happening with um, uh, the Star Cruiser, uh, the the Star Wars Hotel. So so was I. Yeah, because that's one thing. Like they were really pushing that, and it. I think it's probably an awesome place, but the idea was just a little too much for the normal uh, Disney fan, right? Or family going down. So doing something cool with that hotel would be really, really neat, and I kind of want to see that. I think they can't say anything because the tax situation with that, they've got to be really careful about um, how they're going to play all that. So I think, I I don't think they're going to say anything about it for quite a while. The what situation? The tax situation, the way that they, they um, said it like as a loss. So they can't, from what I've read and understood, I could be completely wrong about this, but they're not allowed to do anything with it over X amount of years to take the loss on the, on the, the whole entire project. I don't know. Jeff, you're an accountant. I'm sure you understand this stuff way more than I do, but I, well beyond what I do. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> something about well, if they, the, the way that they wrote, if they say it's a loss and how they put it on the, on the books and if they touch it right now, or if they let it sit, it's how they, they, how they write it off. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, literally, I mean, I think it's a, what is a spirit Halloween store now? I mean, you can go in there and just buy whatever you want for Halloween. <laughs> I don't know. Neil Patrick Harris was there the other day with his husband, and they went on the Star Cruiser and then walking around Galaxy's Edge. So you know, I mean, there's still people are still cruising. Uh, did he, I wish did I he get out known. of? Uh, did he get out of? I mean, did he buy some Halloween stuff from from there? Maybe his own costume. Oh, <laughs> little Doogie Howser doctor suit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not uncommon for them to leave hotels abandoned virtually for a long time. I mean, look at the. Um, Art of Animation was just empty for years and years, just half constructed on the other side of Pop. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. finally did the Art of Animation expansion. So it could be something like that where it just sits, developed, yeah. but not. Yeah, and it's for a long time. It's not something that's really in the way. I mean, where it's at and everything, you don't run into it just when you're going through parks or between parks or anything. So, huh. I think it'd be I think it'd be a great DVC property. I mean, if you think about it, it's it'll kind of remind you of the the Grand Californian, where it's kind of you know it's attached to a park, right? So you can walk right in. So I think I mean they can do that, charge whatever they want for it, and just have it as a nice hotel. Or they can continue to sell Halloween decorations. It's up to them. But it doesn't have a pool, and I think that's what everyone's going to throw a fit about because there's no pool in there right now. It's in outer space, Joe. I know. I just am saying that. that's why they're reluctant to make it a regular resort. I can't, tell you the last, I can't tell you the last time I've been in a pool at the Disney World. Yeah. Really? No. I go yeah. every trip, almost every day, every trip. But I also have you know five little children that love yeah. pools. So well, they can't complain because you know in space no one can hear you scream. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. It's hard for sound to travel in a vacuum like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I need to turn. Okay, side project. I need an Imagineer to come to my house and turn my house into a vacuum so I can't hear my kids tattling on each other and yelling at me about everything. Can we <laughs> work that out somehow? Kevin, I mean, did, by the time they, by the time they finish it, though, I mean, your kids will be like graduating from college. Disney Imagineering is slow. So that's true. They take yeah. their time for sure. <laughs> They'll blue sky it uh, for, for 20 years. 
This is what we think about, John. My grandkids will be like 10 years old at that point. Um, (laughs) All right. So going on to, I'm really excited about Epcot. Um, There was some really awesome announcements, I think, for Epcot. Um, The first one, Kevin, I think we all immediately thought of you. Figment started having meet and greets today on September 10th. And you're going in what? Less than a month, right? Yeah, right under a month. I didn't. That's. I hope that wait is not five hours like it was today. <laughs> but we're Kevin's rope dropping figment. I'm rope yeah. drop. I'm definitely going to rope drop figment. But the rest of the family, they can do whatever they want. But I'm going to. I'm going to figment for sure. Yeah. No. And that's... I'm bringing my little figment character and my popcorn bucket from Jeff, and I'm going to take a picture with both of them. Do you think he can autograph the popcorn bucket? Oh yeah, that would be that's a great idea. Those hands though, that might be tough. <laughs> he can use his imagination to figure it out. Right? There you go. <laughs> that's, true. Yeah. that's a good point. I don't know if anyone saw though, but the times were very specific today on what time he was meeting. It was like 10 o'clock to one o'clock and then 2.20 till four or something. Like it was very I, I and I could be a little wrong in those times, but it was a very, very specific timeline on when he was meeting. So I was like, oh, you, you better really know what you're getting in for and what time to get there. But if you rope drop it, Kevin, then, you know, you just get up early, go straight to the figment meet and greet rope drop. It's worth it. We call that the imagination be, hours. And it's yeah. going to be in the pavilion, right? In the imagination pavilion. Is it going to be inside? Like the area you go after you get off the ride? That's what I read, but I saw that the line to to meet is outside and not shaded. That's the video that I saw today. So bring your umbrella uh, to shade yourself because it looks like it's hot. So it's a separate line. Pardon me? It's a separate line from the ride. Yeah, yeah. So there's a line for the ride and then the meet and greet is actually inside, but the line to, to get inside is rather, uh, rather long and outside. I think yeah. they can make people ride the ride in order That's to- That's what I was gonna them. say. Yeah, but, I, I was about to correct Judy. I'm like, Judy, unfortunately, there is no line for the ride. You just kind of scroll yeah. on there. No, and I don't want them to tie it to having to ride the ride to meet Figment because I want to keep riding the ride over and over again with my kids and then only wait you once. Like a, if they took like 20 minutes off the wait time, if you did ride the ride. <laughs> how, how about you know, this? How about line. if you have a character meet and greet where Figment rides the ride with you? Oh, that could that be like a, be a silent Disney. auction kind of thing or a raffle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> am curious, though, how that whole traffic and congestion is going to work now with trying to get into the DVC um, lounge upstairs because that's typically you get in like in that same area. So I'm wondering how that's all going to flow because I just think this is going to be incredibly popular for quite some time. And I, I don't know how that whole area is going to be able to absorb all those people because that's such a small little store and it's yeah. not only small but like i mean it's there's a lot in there too yeah so and to get that, like a check into the booth to try to go up the stairs like it's kind of yeah. awkward there's really no place to really go i don't know i i yeah. we'll see you know that at least you're not hall that they have. go ahead i'm sorry Lonnie. i'm saying you know that big hall that they have over on the other side they should have put it in there because there's like literally nothing in there and, yeah. you know, and it could have did that and everybody could have been in an air condition and then they could, you know, Figment will probably be happy because he won't be bursting into flames out there. So 
from the heat. So it could have been in, you know, it could have been in there. So yeah, and maybe um, they'll make adjustments too as they see how popular meeting figment is a month three months from now type of thing um so hopefully they they look at that and make some adjustments there yeah i think it's going to be incredibly popular for quite some time yeah yeah i can't wait i'm excited uh springtime surprise weekend i'm definitely going to meet figment it's gonna be amazing you'll finish the race and instead of leaving the park you'll just go start i'm just staying in the park <laughs> yeah it's right? gonna be amazing oh um, figment is a, a a character stop during the race that would be that would be, be the be... biggest congestion of any yeah oh that's gonna add be... about two hours to my already long 10 mile time it'll be like me waiting for maleficent it's 40 minutes yeah. to just wait in line <laughs> well it's still just better than you find a bus week. behind there just sweep people right there travis <laughs> is gonna be like hey buddy you moving or what here what's going on <laughs> Oh man, that it's, but yeah, I'm excited about this. Um, another big change coming is test track is going to be reimagined. Now this was another one where they didn't give a timeline on, but it says that the Imagineers are starting to work with like the GM team and the Chevy team. So I'm, I'm excited by that. Um, cause my employer is general motors and you know, we're doing a lot with elect, uh, electric vehicles and stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of, possibilities out there for this ride um because it is such a cool ride when you get going and you're up to 68 miles an hour um that's really fun and if they can make the inside portion of that cool and even you know more informative and try and give people more information about like evs and how they're going to work and that type of thing um they could really there's a lot of promise for this i think yeah i hope so because Lindsay and i always make a ev type of car and we always get beat by the boys who come up with like some sports car. And I'm like, that's not fair. We're helping the environment and they're killing the environment. And they always beat us in like all, all the little, you know, quiz things that you or tests that, that you go through. So I always get all yeah. sad. Well, and maybe it could even talk your husband into selling his Tesla and getting a real car, like uh, one of the EVs from GM. Mm -hmm. Good luck with that. Okay. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to work on this. My excitement for that is they said they're going to do a throwback to world of motion with that so i'm not sure how they're going to tie the old word emotion into there but i'm excited to see what they're going to try to do with that is yeah. that the and, ride that was there before test track okay yes hmm. and anything with talking about you know alternative fuels and alternative technologies and engineering i think that's that's something that they could really add to that and and make it really cool because you know beyond evs they could talk hydrogen they could talk all these other you know um means of fuel and things like that. So it, it's really cool to see the engineering side and they don't have a lot of that at Epcot anymore. And I think they, there's a lot of opportunity right there, especially in automotive mechanical engineering. So, yeah, yeah the, the edutainment's kind of gone by the wayside of Epcot more for the right. day drinking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's you know, okay. I, I'm not against it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. And that's a fact. Exactly. <laughs> that's true but you might as well learn something too while yeah. you're having your drinks around the world make a little stop and, and learn about how uh you know car companies are trying to save the world you're kind of yeah. nice yeah but no i think i think you can make it really fun too though like kevin i think you've talked about a lot before right like as a kid going to epcot kind of spurred you into that mentality of wanting to be an engineer right and something like this could really get a lot of kids interested in STEM and engineering and 
you know, automotive industry specifically. So I, I'm really excited about this. More kids get into that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And seeing it at Disney is really cool for those kids. Yep. I mean, it, I'm 41 years old and I think it's really cool. So I'm excited about it. Um, they're also coming out with a new nighttime show. So uh, mm-hmm. Luminous, the Symphony of Us. Jeff, you do not look excited about this. I love Epcot Forever. That is one of my favorite nighttime shows. I love the fact that they play all the old Epcot music. Um, I love the old soundtrack loops for Epcot, the old attraction loops. Everybody else kind of rips on Epcot Forever. I love it. Riley loves it. I Illuminations was fine, but I was really excited with the other. And just, I don't know. The last couple new firework nighttime shows haven't been the greatest. Mm. So I'll reserve judgment, but it's going to be hard to beat Epcot Forever for me. So I'm excited about I love nighttime shows. Um, I liked Harmonious. I, I know a lot of people didn't, mostly because of the Stargate that was out there in the middle of the day and all the barges. But no, I, I'm really excited to see it. Like I am I'm hoping I, I can't remember if they put a timeline on this, but I'm hoping it's yeah. there by next time I go with springtime surprise weekend. December 5th. Oh, okay, December. perfect. So it'll be there for marathon weekend too, for you guys heading down. Um, so I think that's really cool. I don't know. Not that any of us will stay up to be able to watch it, but for marathon weekend, we'll all be asleep. Jody, you can sleep when you're dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're only at Disney once, twice, maybe three times a year if you're Lonnie. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> you gotta you gotta take it in while you're there. But Jeff, I agree with you. I like the throwback with Epcot Forever. I like the the nods to the old. Um, shows and things that were available to it. I like that it's not so heavily IP'd that they're, you know, it, it brings some of that old, old school feel. I, I think they're going to throw some IP in there and I don't mind a little, but to me, Harmonious just felt like um, it, it belonged at Magic Kingdom. It was it's just so full of, of IP that there was nothing epcot about it other than they would sing some songs in another language, which I did appreciate that part. But I hated the taco barges. I thought they were awful. Um, so, but I, you know, I hopefully they they learn from their mistakes. And I, I'm shocked that it's coming out this year by December. I, I mean, I really am. I mean, I I think they were going to drag their feet on this one. So, the fact that we're getting this in 2023, right? That's not December next year. That's December this year, right? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, like John, I actually enjoyed Harmonious as well. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but, you know, it's funny. So I went to Epcot with some some co-workers who haven't gone in a long time, and we watched the show. And when the show was over, I asked them, so what do you guys think? They said, we loved it. So I guess, you know, as hardcore Disney fans, you know, we're like, oh, no, we like the old show. You like this and that. But if you have somebody like new that hasn't experienced it and hasn't been to Disney like us or like John going, you know, um, every fifth of the month, uh, twice on a leap year. You, you know, literally, you know, I think Harmonious was really, really a good show. So I'm interested to see the new show and what they'll do. I, I think they do a great job with the fireworks and, and things like that. But uh, I just, I, I'm, I'm optimistic for this one. Yeah. I get where you're coming from because the newer casual Disney fans not going to understand the music from Epcot Forever as being from journey into or the magic journey or world of motion and all that they're not going to understand mm-hmm. honey i shrunk the kids music but for the people who have been there and that listen to it and that's what we grew up with when we were little it kind of 
tugs at the heartstrings a little more. Yeah. Well, and I think that's my thing too. Is I like, I like the IP being involved because I got into Disney more from the movies when mm -hmm. I was a kid, and you know, even now watching it with my kids. And then we started going to Disney World. So I didn't see a lot of the the stuff before, say, 2016, really. Um, so for me, I love having the IP involved. I understand, like, Epcot, right? You want it to be, like we were talking about earlier, right? More educational and uh, getting the imagination going and trying to get these kids to think how they're going to save the world. But I also just like being entertained. And... I don't like, honestly, I've lost the ability to think deeply about stuff because, <laughs> you know, I just, I, I'm in that stage of my life where I, all my kids are little and I want something that's going to keep their attention. We can sing along to and have fun and giggle. And that's, that's what I like. So I, I don't know. I'm pretty pumped about this. I think it's going to be awesome. So you want an entire Bluey uh, fireworks show, right? <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Now look, they do that. I'm all in. If there's a bandit meet and greet, I oh. will stand in line for 12 hours for that. <laughs> Maybe they'll set up the Australian Pavilion and do the Bandit meet and greet. Yes, I would run there over Figma go. to get to Bandit, and then Unicorn will be there, and and Muffin him and Bandit. I want Muffin there because who doesn't like Muffin? Right. Muffin I'm surprised they haven't brought Bandit to um, the Disney Junior Character Breakfast at Fifty Primetime. I'm shocked by that. The dance party. Yeah. Yeah, because mm. they do like the musical statues thing, right? Like they do on the intro. And that was great music about there, John. Yeah. Nice. Well, this is. This I see is where Crosby gets it. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I dance. I mean, very middle-aged dad dance moves. It's great. It's Although perfect. I had these same moves when I was 18, 20. So. <laughs> I mean, it, it works. So just keep going with what works, right? Yeah, exactly. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, Jeez. But no, we that's what they really this D23 should have been all about Bluey mm -hmm. and how they're going to integrate Bluey into the parks. I love Bluey. What if they just start calling us Bluey Sky ideas instead of Blue instead Sky? Of... I like I like where your head's at. Right. Yep. And then they give everything an Australian flavor. Like there's like a restaurant, throw another shrimp on the Barbie. And then they bring in Barbie too. Maybe they then out then Outback Susan. You know, Outback wants some of that Disney money. We're yeah. going to sue you for that. That's Another our... corporate war. Oh, yeah, exactly. Foster's on tap. The what? Foster's? Foster's? Yeah. Well, because it is Australian for beer. It is. Yeah. yeah. Truth. Um, I just hope they don't have all the large spiders. That's I can't go to Australia. There's too many things there that are going to try to kill you. Well, everything wants to eat you. Yeah. So, no, I'm not doing it. Um, the other thing that's coming to Epcot, though, is... Well, not coming to Epcot. It's it's already there, but it's opening. The World Celebration Neighborhood at Epcot will finally begin having guests in. Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't know that I'm that excited about it either. But at least that's less construction going on. So I honestly Take don't even know what's down. in the World Celebration Neighborhood. Hmm. It's the stare down as well. Right. The it's the Moana walkthrough. But oh, that's there. Okay, that does look really cool. But I mean, yeah. I'm going to walk through it and be like, that looks awesome. Get me two guardians. <laughs> so, or it's a figment. Well, yeah, clearly. But fig so figment, though, you can go anytime because the line. Yeah, I mean, the until figment, the great. Oh, meet figment. Yeah, that's true. Shoot. Now I'm torn. Where to, where Such hard decisions. Gosh. <laughs> They're really making it difficult for us. I mean, they should um, add a lightning lane for that. I'm telling you, lightning lane for Figment, individual work. lightning lane. 
I would pay twenty bucks. I better. We're gonna stop saying this for Disney Imagineers. Like, did you hear what the Ducks just said? Yeah, twenty five bucks a person. Twenty five bucks a person to meet Figment, and people are gonna pay it. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm paying three hundred dollars for just me and my kids to meet Figment <laughs> for two minutes. <laughs> better get the signature for that. <laughs> Oh my! When it comes to a complimentary um, photo pass. Oh well. Ooh, yay! One picture, yeah. Three hundred dollar photo. Um, but the Journey of Water is going to open in mid October, so that's opening up on the sixteenth of October. So that's actually coming up pretty soon. Um, but that's not as exciting because we already knew about that from from last year. So and they've been working on it for twenty years. Forever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do without the walls saying like test track that way and all those arrows. <laughs> you walk in, you like, I don't know which way to go. Right. So I'm just gonna stand there, and <laughs> overthink which direction I'm gonna walk. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, so that that was it for Epcot. Um, wait, but there's more, John. You forgot wait. one more thing about Epcot. Go for and it. And that is over at Soaring. When they're oh, bringing yeah. back storing over California for the Disney 100, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they so are? I am excited about that one as well. Will we get orange smell? Will we get the tree smell? I don't know, but I'm excited to get uh, soaring over California. And you got the little hidden Mickey on the golf ball that's going to be hit towards you. Yeah, watch for that. Come on now, Ooh. I'm I'm excited about that one. I really, I am. do really like soaring. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you're not going to see the Eiffel Tower lean, the leaning tower, tower right? but, but the leaning tower of the Eiffel Tower. It's a leaning tower of pizza. It's like God somebody goes. Go, somebody goes there and they, and they look at Soren and then they go to Paris and like, hold on, this thing is this thing is wrong. It's supposed to be yeah. The Taj Mahal. What's wrong? It's, it's actually broke like, the Eiffel Tower. Who fixed this thing? Uh, oh boy. Um, when did they say that's happening? October. Uh, oh, that I don't know, Lonnie. Nope. I don't know. That is happening for a limited time starting. It just it says this month. So uh, Soaring Over California returns to Epcot this month. Wow. And mm -hmm. they didn't say how long? No, it just said for a limited time. Uh, Kevin and Lonnie, you two have quite a few things to go see when you're down there for your trips. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You've got a long run. I'm going to miss the, the Moana one by like two days. Are you really going to miss it? Yeah, really. You know, extend your trip, write it off as a business expense because we have this <laughs> podcast here. I like it. Take one for the team. For Take one for the team. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. All right. Anything else for Epcot that we missed? I don't think so. Okay. Apparently, we missed the announcement about a new pavilion being added because I didn't hear anything about that. Mm. Which I was mm. really, really hoping we were gonna at some point here get something new in world showcase but besides the rides but you know like an actual country um all right going into magic kingdom there's some fun stuff that they were talking about at magic kingdom uh one of the things i'm looking forward to is the pirates lounge i cannot wait for this i'm so excited like i am i'm more excited than i really should be about a, a lounge that's themed like pirates i think you you, you have the right amount of excitement John. yeah well i mean are they are they gonna have rum? Oh I yes. So I'm in. Can I and I'm gonna dress like a pirate? It's gonna be amazing. I'm gonna go there on September 19th, talk like a pirate day. Uh I gotta plan that. And where where exactly are they 
putting this lounge. Have Manage they said? Land? I don't know where, but it could easily go into Tortuga's tavern or that Tortuga it's place. Extend the experience. I don't know if you kind of go out into it or if it would be like um, the Three Caballeros, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, like well, yeah, because don't they do that out in California on Pirates? They have the they have um, the restaurant, the restaurant in there. I don't know how they could pull that off here, but it would be co really cool if it was inside the ride. Hmm. All those rowdy people drinking their rum in the middle of the ride. <laughs> I got to work on my R's. R, matey. Hmm. Should be fun. Yeah, I'm excited about that because um, I like pirates a lot. Wait, like is there I a lounge in Magic Kingdom yet? There's not a lounge there, right? There's a, uh, what's it called? Uh, Club 33. But there's I mean, not for like normal a, people there's who... yeah there's not a there's not a for the for the lower class crowd uh there's not, not like a de not like a dedicated lounge there's restaurants that serve alcohol but not like a dedicated yeah, lounge yeah. style right but yeah. even that i mean jungle navigation does but where where else i mean they serve like wine at beauty and the beast or um they have a full bar oh do they mm -hmm. i've never been there for dinner i've only gone for breakfast so you know yeah I mean, I'm not opposed to ordering like a straight up bourbon at breakfast. I've done it before. Uh, but yeah, usually I just go with the mimosa or whatever they give you. When did they say the pirate lounge is going to open? They did they not. Didn't, I don't believe it. No, it sounds like it's a little bit more than just blue sky. Maybe there's right. some clouds there too, and they're starting to form the atmosphere. I don't know. 100%. There's a little bit of sand to help, you know get things yeah. started there's getting right. things moving yeah um another thing was uh, so you know no real plans nothing new that wasn't said i think in the last d23 but talking about beyond big thunder mountain right so it seems like they're still planning to do something but i, I mean unless i missed it there was no details about what that could be no they said there's just a lot of berry to expand back there yeah so, so hopefully that means a new land yeah, I, I think they're in the process of getting free estimates. Uh, some companies get free estimates <laughs> for stuff. So, you know, like, like, you know, like I'm sitting at home and I was like, man, I wonder how much it costs to put an outlet right there. Uh, let me get those on these free estimates. And they come over and say, oh, it's going to be this much. And you're like, oh, wait, I might not want that outlet. I I'll let you know. And that's kind of what Disney's doing right now. So it's, it's in the, they're taking estimates. And hopefully in about four, five, six years, they'll come up and say, you know what? We got all our estimates and uh, we're about to put it in. And this will yeah. be one. And we'll have it ready by 2030. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really? When my DVC contract it, it runs out, <laughs> you'll have it ready. There we go. Um, one that also doesn't have a date, but seems like they have more plans in place. Country Bear Jamboree is getting updated. Never yeah. seen Country Bear Jamboree. What? No desire to see Country Bear Jamboree. It freaks my kids out, so I've just never gone in it. Wait, how, how does it freak your kids out if you've never seen it? Dude, like just seeing, like knowing what it is with the animatronics of the bears. I mean, we've seen it on like YouTube and stuff. Well, he saw him on Chuck E. Barney the Chuck E. Cheese, and yeah, Crosby didn't the, like Chuck E. Cheese, so why? It's the same move? thing. It's like half broken, and it moves <laughs> like this. No, I, I have, have, some of the words know, in those songs. I just I don't need my kids to hear that. Like, I don't know. It's just not my it, thing. It, it can be a little cringeworthy sometimes. I, I I can see that, but I enjoy the country bears. 
I, I've never you. been either, John. I'm with you. John and See? I have a lot in common on this episode. I've never, yeah. been, never ne had. I didn't have the time or the inclination to go running there and see country bears. Nope. Now, if if the bears start rapping, I might go in there for that because who doesn't like a rapping bear? Right. That would be amazing. Or like they said, they're going to take some Disney songs and kind of add like do them in like a Nashville style, and they're going to do it kind of like Grand Ole Opry and stuff like that. I'm excited about that. I mean, I love country music. I love Disney music. Hopefully putting the two together. And like Lonnie said, maybe you add some rap in there. I don't know. Uh, maybe you get a West Coast, East Coast thing going. I'm, I'm not really sure, but, you know, I love me some 90s hip hop. So that'd be awesome. So yeah. I'm, I'll go to there for that. So you got West Coast Wendell. Is that what we're going with here? Sure. What's Is there an East Coast one? Um, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Well, well, maybe a new character, room for a new character to come in. I don't know, but, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about it. I don't like the cheesy old animatronics like that. Like I don't like Carousel of Progress either. It's just not my thing. I know Joe, if he's listening, is probably going to murder me for that comment. Where's the button to mute him? Right. How do you kick someone off? Remove from state. There we go. Let's continue this now better without John. <laughs> so for the record, I do like Carousel of Progress. I do, you know, so uh... <laughs> I'm back. I don't like Jeff having this much power. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. There you go. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. It's not, it's not something that I would spend 15 minutes of my Disney time going to see. But sometimes you just want to nap. And you just want to go in and listen to nice calming music and sit down in a dark room with air conditioning and sleep for 15, 20 minutes. Again, back to my earlier comment, I can sleep when I'm dead. I'm at Disney to enjoy Disney, not fall asleep in random weird rides. We're I, just, a lot of I hate country music, and I like that. I think it's a cute little show, so I'm excited okay. what they're going to do for it. I'm, you know, I'm going to give it a try. So um, we we like it. We like going to Country Bears. Hmm. So. Interesting. Okay. okay. I'm ready for the change, though. It, it's yeah. a good change, I'm sure. I, I mean, I don't know when the last time that ride changed, but it probably hasn't been since I've been alive. So, <laughs> I don't so know. I'm trying to make it like the movie that came out like 15, 20 years ago because that was real bad. I never yeah. saw that. I didn't know that was a movie. It was bad. I don't, I don't even take pictures with him when I see him outside walking around the park. I don't even want to do the character meet with the country bears. You're mean, Lonnie. No, I'm no. sorry. I just, you know. I think I did it during one of the half marathons that went through there and they had one of the bears out and I just wanted to stop for a minute. So I, I did, but other than that, no, yeah, it's, it's not my thing. Um, but something else that's really awesome. Uh, the Hatbox ghost is coming to the haunted mansion, um, in late November of this year. So that'll also be in time for everybody going down for marathon weekend. So that's pretty cool. Just much with much uh, debate on where they're putting him. Yeah, in the hallway. Yeah, everybody's all bent out of shape about this. Hmm. Hmm. I guess I don't have an opinion. I just think it's cool. I don't. Yeah, I don't. So, because it, it's it's coming before you, Madame Leota, and so Madame Leota is supposed to be calling upon the ghost, and we're seeing that ghost before you see Madame Leota, and so that's why everyone's all upset. Oh, it but, throws off the flow of the story and everything else. Right? Yeah, in the movie, Madame Leota and the Hatbox really didn't get along, and he was just kind of there. So there might be something they can work with that. Yeah. My biggest problem is they always say 
that we have 999 happy haunts, but now they're bringing a half off ghost in. Are they full? Are they not taking Maybe they're getting rid of one. Actually, they answered that. Uh, Gonzo came out on stage and answered that. So there are 999 happy haunts, but the hat box got mm. is not happy. Yes, and not. he was one of the original ones, so he doesn't count in the number. So there's always room for All right. Room. All right. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Huh. And speaking of Haunted Mansion, October 4th, it'll be streaming on uh, Disney+. Plus. I don't know what you guys who've seen it. I really liked it. I thought it was a, a I did great too. movie. Uh, I, I so can't it. wait for that time. I really, 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 really want to see it. That. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought they'd ruin it again, but I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah I, I, I haven't seen it. Lonnie and I were talking. We think they released it at the wrong time, and I feel very strongly about that. I think now fall time would have been a much better time to release it and not up against Barbie and all that other chaos. So I think that they released the movie definitely during the wrong time because who's ready to be like a scary Halloween-ish in July? I mean, because They released it in July, so that way they can drop it to Disney Plus in October. Yeah, drive but, subscribers, but I thought it was more of like a they wanted to get the cash influx before their end of year at the end of September because their fiscal year restarts October first, right? So, but still, even then, you don't put it up against two of the biggest movies of the summer. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. It, it was odd timing. I'm ready to watch it again though because I feel like there were a lot mm -hmm. of things that I didn't catch in the movie. So I'm definitely excited. And I, you know, you guys know me. I barely watch one movie once, so to be able to watch it twice. That's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see it. I think it was, but after I talked to you guys that saw it, um, it seemed like it was probably a little bit too much for my kids. So I just, I wasn't going to yeah. go by myself. So I can't wait. I don't know. I'm pumped. October 4th, though, is what you said, Lonnie? Yes. Yes, sir. That's coming up soon. Yeah. Um, all right. That's really all they had for, for the parks then. Um, I don't think, was there anything else we missed from Magic Kingdom? Nope, I don't think so. No, but I tell you, I really, I, you know, you speaking about Epcot, I've always thought I was hoping that they would actually do something um, with the cars over there around Tron, like making those electric or something, uh, you know, hoping for, for that kind of thing. Um, but they just kind of let that, those little go-karts plow around the track, that smell, that noise, that eating up the ozone layer up there. But I was hoping yeah. they could do some, you know, electric vehicles there would have been really cool for them to announce. Uh, but you know, hey, yeah. that's the sole reason yeah. Florida's so hot. There's a giant hole in the ozone layer right <laughs> above Tomorrowland Speedway, yeah, right above the Speedway. Just you know, every day we add to that hole. Yeah. yeah, but no, Lonnie, that's a good point though. Like one of the things I was thinking as we were talking is, what is there that you really wanted to hear announced that just had nothing? It, and Lonnie, you just mentioned Tomorrowland Speedway. I think that's a really good one because that ride needs an update. This wasn't really like a full D23 weekend event. This was like their semi every other year destination one. So I think for what we got out of this, I'm pleasantly surprised, especially since nothing was really mentioned for Disney World last time, like Lonnie said. Yeah. Last year we were, it was like, and there's that place in Florida. Right. <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> there was no, nothing else. You know, the one thing I really wanted to hear more of was uh, details about the new DVC. Um, so at Fort Wilderness and at um, the Polynesian, right? Because we know they're building those, but 
always seen as artist renderings. I wish there would have been more details given about those two sites. And I know they don't do a ton of DVC stuff right at these things, but still it, it would have been nice to get an update on that because that is something that, um, you know, it wouldn't be earth shattering or anything, but it would be something really cool to see. Um, I know we're not going to get like, you know, an announcement about fifth gates or another pavilion um, in the world showcase, but no, they're going to wait till universal builds yet another park. And then they're going to be like, Oh, maybe we should catch up to them and do something. It's going to be another five, 10 years before they announce anything. Yeah. Well, you figure it's going to take a couple of years to build too. So mm -hmm. even if they announce it now, we're not seeing it till 25 or 26. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a big undertaking. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, any other thoughts on, Oh, go ahead, Lonnie. I said you need to get some estimates. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they have those guys walking around that come up to your door with the, you know, with the little cards and leave it for you and, mm -hmm. you know, tell your kids, Oh, is your, is your dad home or your mom home? <laughs> um, you know, Oh, can you give this to him? Yeah, so we doing this with a neighbor, and they thought yeah. you'd be interested in it as well. So Universal told us that they're building other gates. We thought you might be interested as well, Disney. So here you go, take our call. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, you know we're doing your neighbor's house over uh, two blocks that way. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, if anybody else have any other thoughts though on on any of the stuff we talked about, uh, announcements, anything like that. Okay, I think we're good. I think well, we joked, but we are excited about it. I mean, I hope it didn't come across like we were complaining. We're just having fun. Yeah, That's no, what we do. Yeah. So, uh, anytime there's a change in a park, I'm excited for it. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff, I think. And it'll be fun to see. I mean, it's nothing, like we said, there's nothing major. Um, or it's not, you know, major things that we didn't know about. But it's some cool details coming out. It's some new shows, stuff like that. So, I don't know. It keeps it fresh. Mm -hmm. And it, honestly, it makes me want to go back. Um, where my family's been scaling back our Disney trips. And now this kind of makes me want to go more again. So yeah. it's achieving what they want. That's what they want. Yeah. All right. Um, well, with that, I think we should move into our favorite segment of the show, which is quacking up with the ducks. Sounds good. All right, Jeff, you got, you got to kick us off here. All right. So I live in a fairly quiet neighborhood, kind of rural town here. And not much really happens. But last night, apparently, there was a lot of ruckus going on over the course of the night. About 7, 38 o'clock, the police showed up at my door. He said, can you tell me wh where you were from like 3 to 5? I said, preschool. Jody, you think you can follow that guy? Up? No, I can't. Um, yeah. So... You know, college football started, NFL football started. So the boys have figured out how to put two different screens on the TV at a time. So there's just lots of sports going on in my family room right now. Um, so maybe think a little bit. What did the receiver say to the football? Catch you later. <laughs> Unless you play for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Mahomes was under a lot of pressure because the offensive or the defensive line from the Detroit Lions was playing pretty good. Mm. Well, even still, the, even right side with, of the, line, the right side of the line moving early every play. Yeah, I was going to say, even with the illegal formation that they had the entire game. Um, <laughs> but that's beside the point. You got to see the Super Bowl champs play. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, that's not my joke. <laughs> that's serious. Could be. Um, 
We'll see in January. <laughs> no, that's serious. The Lions are going to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> so John just told his joke. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> They've let me down for 41 straight seasons. What's Why not? Why not keep that streak alive? Um, Kevin, what, what do you got for us tonight? So mine comes from my kids. They tell me this one. They, they've got a little jug book, and they tell me jokes on the way to school. Said, did you hear about the king who is exactly 12 inches tall? He was a great ruler. <laughs> that's a good one. I like it. Oh, Lonnie, got that's a tough that one. one. That's a tough act to follow. It is. And, I, and unfortunately, I don't have a joke, but I will tell you this. I, I did have a bad situation that happened last week. I was messing around on the wrong side of town. Don't ask what I was doing, uh, but I got robbed by six dwarves. Not happy. <laughs> Not happy. That's a good one. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, well, it, it's one of those jokes. It'll come. It'll come. Y'all y'all will get it. I got, I got it. it. I got it. <laughs> I'm talking to the listeners. I know you guys got it, but the listeners might not got it. Oh, man. Uh, well, like Jody said, it is football season, right? Um, so why was the coach yelling at the vending machine? He wanted his quarterback. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Time. Well, yeah. Hopefully you guys giggled um, a lot and you got some good information about what's coming to the Disney parks over the next few years and possibly, you know, into the next few decades. We don't know when some of these things don't have timelines, um, but we had a lot of fun talking about it. And again, we mentioned at the beginning of the show, but if you could go and give us a review, it really helps us out um, and it'll help other people find us. So it'll help the algorithms and um let uh, let more people find us and bring more folks into our Facebook community, which is Disney with the Ducks. And you can go there, post pictures of your trips, ask questions about planning or about movies or anything you want um, Disney related. Uh, so come over there and uh, engage with the community. We've got a really good group of folks that um, that'll help answer questions and everything. So with that, uh, there's really nothing left to say other than Quaharini. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, friends. Yeah.